Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we celebrate the final Sunday of Easter. And throughout this season, the church as it put the lectionary together has taken small sections of the first letter of John, which we've heard over several weeks now, all with the same theme to be reminded of the love of Christ and the call to live in that love with one another. And finally, the section that we hear today reminds us that those who have received Jesus have life. And that it is in Jesus Christ where we find true life. And what we hear in the Gospel of John is Jesus praying his high priestly prayer, praying for each one of us, praying for the church, praying for all who will be baptized into his death and resurrection. And as we hear this prayer, we know this past Thursday we celebrated the Feast of the Ascension by which we recount Jesus' return to the right hand of the Father, His Ascension which confirms that Jesus is who He says He is. And He had completed the work that He came to do. And just before that time, He prays this prayer, such a powerful prayer for each of us, for he prays for all who were entrusted into his care. And he asks that the Father would take care of them, just as Jesus has cared for us. He prays in this prayer that all that the Father has has been given to the Son, and the Son gives it to us. And his prayer is, may we all be one, as the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit are one. That's Jesus' desire for all of us, that we might be one in the love that Jesus has for the Father, that the Father has for the Son, that they have for the Spirit. That's the way this relationship is supposed to work, that we as followers of Jesus remain intertwined in that relationship every minute of every day. And Jesus says to us as he's praying that he's not asking the Father that we be taken out of the world. But rather, he says, I will be with you. May the Spirit come upon them because I am sending them, us, to be witnesses of who Jesus is. And it's the Spirit celebrate next week at Pentecost the coming of the Spirit who resides in everyone who is baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus empowering us to be witnesses to Jesus but perhaps the most important thing that we need to see in this high priestly prayer 
is that this was not a prayer that Jesus prayed just this one time, but this is the ongoing intercession of Jesus on our behalf. And it's the realization that Jesus says, all that you have given to me, I hold on to. And they are not lost. And that's an important thing for us to understand, that the hand of Jesus grabs on to us. And that Jesus holds on to us and says to the Father, none will be lost. But for some reason, and I'm not quite sure why we do it, but in, in much of our Christian journey, we put all of the work on us. And we look to ourselves and we think, well, am I hanging on enough? Am I doing this enough? Am I doing that enough? And all of the focus is on us and what we're doing. And I don't know about how you hear it, but if, that, if that's the good news of the gospel, is that you just need to try a little bit harder, I don't know if I find that good news. Because when we're having our hardest day, struggling the most, it's not good news if we just say, well, hang on harder. Because it's on our worst days that we feel like those movie scenes where we're hanging off the cliff and somebody's got us by the hand and, you know, for five minutes they slowly slip down the person's hand. And if, if all of it's up to us, then we have to say, well, what do we need a Savior for? Why do we need Jesus if it's just about me? All we need then is a good coach. And God could yell down from heaven and say, you've almost got it. Keep on pushing through and try really hard. You almost nailed it. We don't need Jesus for that. And it's not really good news if I just have to try harder. Because when I'm struggling the most, the more I try, the more it feels like I'm slipping. But we have to rest assured that at that moment, Jesus says, I have a hold of you. And none will be lost. Thereby then in our struggles especially, we have to trust that Jesus is the rock. Jesus is the foundation. And Jesus holds on to us even when we don't perceive it. That now is good news of the gospel. Now what if we spent our Christian journey then asking the Holy Spirit to teach us what does it mean that we are one with Jesus and Jesus is one with the Father. What does it mean that the Holy Spirit's been poured into us? What does it mean that Jesus has grasped a hold of us? I mean, there, there is so much there to be mined for all eternity till Jesus returns. And we stop looking at ourselves as the Savior and stand on the reality of what Jesus has done and ask that God shows us, well, what does that really mean? Because Jesus says, in the midst of all of this prayer, I pray that my joy will be with them. My joy will be with them. And so if all of our Christian journey has us feeling joyless, we have to ask, well, what does that have to do with Jesus? If he prays that our joy would be got to be beyond our imagination the joy that Jesus has in relationship with the Father and the Spirit and then says we're one in that love and he wants us to know the fullness of that joy that's Jesus and if that's not 
what we're experiencing. And that doesn't mean that every moment of, of the journey is just completely joyful. We know that that's not true. We know that life happens. But what Jesus is saying is that the joy of the love of Jesus and the Father and the Spirit, the unity that we're to have with one another in that love, that overcomes everything we will face. That wins in the end. And so even on our hardest day, we still feel the real pain. But we're to stand on the foundation that Jesus has a hold of us. And we will not be lost. And on the last day, Jesus returns again and we will fully know that joy in the presence of God for all eternity in the new heaven and the new earth. That's what's being offered to us. That's the prayer that Jesus prays on our behalf all the time before the Father, interceding for us, asking on our behalf. And may the Holy Spirit then teach us day by day what that means, that Jesus has his hand on us, that we are not lost, that we have the joy of Jesus, and that we all may be one. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that your strong hand has taken hold of us, that you will remain with us no matter what we face. And we pray that your Holy Spirit may draw us into deeper unity with you and with one another that your love and your joy may be complete in each of our lives and in your church. May we be knit together in that unity and may your spirit teach us day by day what it means that you have already done these things on our behalf. In Jesus, we ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.